This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Celtics led by five before this 6-0 run by the Wolves. Edwards downhill, off glass! Bucket, and the foul. Edwards now in double figures with 10. He's four for four from the floor. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk 830 WCCO. Michael Grady with the uh, the call. Valley Sports North. Bottom line, what an awesome game last night. The Wolves defeating the Boston Celtics and joining us now to talk some Wolves basketball and some general NBA, none other than John Krasinski from The Athletic. He joins us courtesy of the John Schuster Call Baker Hotline. Uh, Johnny K, how you been? I'm good, Lake. How's it going, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. Definitely uh, happy to have you back on the show and, and want to dive into the Wolves. I know that the the Wolves and what we saw from Anthony Edwards taking over last night, that was the headline, right? But let me start with um, another player that I want to discuss and talk about here as we kick it off is Rudy Gobert. Help me with Rudy Gobert because Rudy Gobert just looks different this year. He looks, I don't know if it's if he's healthier, he just looks more spry, he looks more athletic, he looks more like himself like pre-coming to the Timberwolves last year. Am, am I wrong about this? Am I seeing things? What, what do you make of Rudy Gobert to start? Yeah, no, Lake, you're not wrong at all. Um, and it's been the biggest reason why things have gone so well for them this year is he looks like a completely different player at this time um, of the season versus at, you know, in November of last year, he came into camp last season uh, a little beat up after playing in the European championships. And he didn't play in, in, in much of training camp, part, one game in the preseason, that was it. And so when you watched him play last year, he was slower to react. Yep. He was more plotting he was not challenging shots the way that he is now. And this year, he looks very explosive. He looks very athletic. He's quicker. He is challenging shots. Um, so physically, he's just in a much healthier spot and in a much stronger position. And also, I think he is just more comfortable with his surroundings, with this coaching staff, with this team. Um, and he feels more confident in the decisions that he makes. So you're seeing a player who um, just is head and shoulders above uh, what he was last season at this time. And it is, trust me, it's a relief for the Wolves, Lake, because you're wondering, is he getting old? Is he slowing down? And at least right now, he looks terrific. You're, you're 100% correct. I'm totally with you, and we, we're on the same page there because he just looks drastically different. Like, he, he does look spry. He looks young again. He looks refreshed, and, and you're right. Like, even opening night, 
we're all sitting there, right? Remember he had the moment where he goes to the ground and he comes up gimpy and he's limping yeah. and then everybody in the arena is like, oh my gosh, not on opening night is Rudy Gobert going to go down with a knee injury because he had the big brace on and all of that stuff. So yeah, we were all kind of like just watching things play out in real time and we're like, man, I hope that this is not the beginning of the end for Rudy Gobert. So it's a nice start to the season. But let me ask you this. How much of it do you think is is the fact that Mike Conley Jr. is here at the start of the season as opposed to coming in later? Because to me, when it was D'Angelo Russell starting off the year last year, it was almost like D'Angelo Russell tolerated Rudy Gobert, but actually Mike Conley Jr. is more of a teammate and he gets along with Rudy Gobert. Yeah, it's a big difference. Like, I mean, uh, here's the biggest, uh, advantage, I guess, for Rudy having Mike Conley um, is that Mike Conley played in very important games with Rudy Gobert in Utah and saw Rudy, how he could be really impactful, how he could really help you win games and get to the playoffs and, and those sorts of things. Um, when Rudy was so slow at the start of last season, there was definitely doubts in D'Angelo Russell's mind about, is this guy really as good as they say he is? And there just wasn't that trust, wasn't that equity built up between the two of them. And so uh, you could see that D'Angelo Russell just didn't quite believe in, in Rudy Gobert. And I'm not even saying that D'Lo was completely unwarranted in that early because Rudy was not himself at, at, at that point. But um, Mike Conley uh, believes in Rudy Gobert, knows how effective he can be, and he knows how to play with Rudy Gobert, uh, where he likes passes, how to run the pick and roll with him, what uh, Rudy does defensively and, and how they play off of each other that way. And so I think that uh, having the, the sort of lead dog of this starting five, I and mean, Mike Conley is the guy, he's the straw that stirs the drink. And, and so and having him in Rudy Gobert's corner really does translate and trickle down to the rest of the team. Mike Conley has Rudy's back, so the rest of the team believes in him because they know Mike Conley is really smart, and they listen to him, and I I think it flows from there. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're talking to John Krasinski from The Athletic here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830-WCCO. Yeah, I like what I've seen out of Rudy Gobert to start the year. Uh, clearly, defensively, um, this team has been much better. Do you think that that is the area or the part of the team where we're going to take a massive leap forward? And, and I ask it in this way. Because Rudy Gobert has made comments here to start off the year that this team is going to be one of the best defensive uh, teams in the league. Do you think that they have that potential? I, I do, Lake. I, I think you know they're number one right now in the league, and it's very, very early. But there's nothing about their performance on that end of the floor so far that seems like a fluke. They are not only locking teams down, they're locking really good teams down. Denver is an unbelievable offense that has been blowing the doors off of its competition, and they only scored 89 points against the Wolves. Boston came in last night. They have the number one offense in the league, and they struggled mightily. Their numbers were all way down in comparison to what they had done in the previous five games. And it's not just Rudy Gobert. He's a huge factor in it, but it's Jaden McDaniels. And, and they legitimately have two Defensive Player of the Year candidates at their disposal. You have Anthony Edwards is good when he's man on man, ball in front of him. Uh, you know, you know, kind of just sit and guard your guy. Mike Conley really knows how to navigate screens, how to how to play within the team defensive concept. You, even Towns is playing well defensively right now. He's struggling offensively. He's playing well defensively. You have Nikhil Alexander Walker. Nasrid is in, is better defensively. So they Kyle Anderson is good. They have so many really good defensive players at their disposal now. And so the, they have length, they have toughness, they have physicality. And so I think that you're looking at a team that has the ability at the end of the season, not to just be a top 10 defense, not to just be a top five defense, but to be the best defense in the entire league. You know, you brought up Jay McDaniels. He's clearly, he's been one of my favorite guys since he got here, right? Uh, clearly if we redrafted, uh, with the uh, with the NBA draft, Jay McDaniels would be a top five pick. Uh, when you look at Jay McDaniels, the, the thing that I just love about him, at least in the short sample size of this season, is you can just tell that he's even smoother with this game this year than he's been the last couple of years. Just your kind of your thoughts on his start here to the season. I know that he didn't start uh, game one, but uh, him getting acclimated and, and getting on the court now, it's just good to see Jay McDaniels back. Yeah, yeah, it is, Lake. I mean, the the one bugaboo outside of last night that he's had to deal with is foul trouble, and that was something last year that he worked that he was struggling with as well. He's got to be a little less handsy, and he can't get himself in situations where he's got three fouls, in, you know, by the middle of the second quarter and has to go to the bench. But um, defensively, he's been just lights out when he's not following people, like unbelievable in the ground that he can cover and the ch- the the sh- shot challenging both at the rim and in, on the perimeter everything that he does there is is elite now but what really separates Jaden McDaniels from a lot of your defensive specialists across the league is he does have offensive game he's not just a three and d not just catch on the uh, on the wing and shoot it 
He can put the ball on the floor. He can get to the basket. He can get out in transition. He had a really nice and tough little pull-up eight-footer in overtime to really seal the victory last night. He hit the three-pointer with a minute and 40 to go in regulation. That tied the game, ultimately pushed it to overtime. So you're seeing a guy who is a, two, a true two-way player, and that's what makes him so valuable to this team is that he is not one-dimensional. He is not just one of the Matisse Thibel, Bruce Bowen, you know, and, you know, any kind of Tony Allen guy, you know, guys that were really good defensively but were minuses offensively. Jaden can get you buckets on the other end, and that's what makes this starting five so hard to deal with is there's no – there's no one you can rest on. There's no one you can hide a bad defender on. They can exploit anything that, that you throw at them. You know, one of the things, though, Johnny K, that I look at with the Wolves, and this will be something that we'll monitor all year long because clearly we're going to watch every single game, but the, it's, I'm still concerned about the issue of consistency. And what I mean by that is the Wolves are 4-2, and two, clearly 4-0 and oh at home. They've looked awesome at home. Um and, and and they beat good teams, right? They they beat the Denver Nuggets, handed them the first loss of the season to Denver. Also last night, first loss of the season for the Boston Celtics. That's awesome. We love that. That shows you the potential of this team. But on the other hand, losing to Toronto, losing and blowing a massive lead to the Atlanta Hawks, see, that's the thing that we can't do. We can't have these, oh, you know, a, a few games where you beat, contenders, and then you lose to pretenders. So that's the part that I'm trying to evaluate. You know, where are the Wolves? Are they going to be contenders? Will they be a team that not only is going to be in the postseason, will be in the hunt, but also would they be a team that can be relied upon to to not have those bad efforts against bad teams? Yeah, it, that's, that's a big question, Blake, and we'll find out here fairly soon. They play New Orleans tomorrow night at home, and then they go on a, a long road trip. They got a couple games in Golden State. They have Phoenix. Um, I can't remember who else is on that trip, but they have they have uh, San Antonio. So um, so you'll start to see how they hold up on the road and if they can establish some consistency because that's always been this team's struggle for the last couple of years. And that's why I really liked Chris Finch's demeanor after the game last night. It was an emotional win. The place was on fire. Um, you know, fans were going crazy. Uh, it was it was super exciting, and then Finch gets in here and says, "Hey, you know that was great, but um, you know we've done it once. I want to see it twice. You know, if you do it twice, it's a coincidence. If you do it three times, you can start to build a habit." And and so he's really not buying into any kind of hype right now that is surrounding this team. And Anthony Edwards mimicked some of that. Rudy Gobert said the same thing. So. That's going to be the messaging for this team. How do they handle a little bit of success and, and, and prosperity? They have not done well with that in the past. If this team really is different from last year, from the year before, this is a team that continues and builds momentum and doesn't get a little bit high on its own supply and, and, and then just kind of uh, you know lays an egg somewhere. And so uh, I think we'll get a good indicator of how far along they are on that quest when they go on the road here coming up this starting this weekend. A final question, then we'll let you go. And this is just, you know, with regards to your opinion about this special player, why do you think Nas Reed is such a fan favorite amongst Timberwolves fans? Because do you think that it's just the fact that this is a guy that went undrafted, Gerson Rosas grabbed him. He has continued to develop and he took less money to stay here and be a part of something special. 
Yeah, I, th- I think it's a couple of things that, that really come to mind. First of all, as you hit on Lake, uh, he was undrafted. And if you think about sort of the history of this organization, largely the Wolves are always behind the times. They're always missing out on the guy that they could have grabbed in the second round or, or, or undrafted and developed. They don't have a lot of success stories in just player development. Finding a diamond in the rough, polishing them up, and then seeing them really kind of you know mature and blossom into something special – Nasrid is that. No one really kind of knew what to expect when he came here um, undrafted. He was overweight. He had a, a foot injury. He, he had some of game, but what, what does he look like? Is, where does he fit? And all this guy do, has done is pour himself into the work. And he's reshaped his body. He's added to his game every summer. And so the Wolves, see, or Wolves fans see this as, Finally, this organization went out and did something that wasn't obvious. Carl Anthony Towns was obvious as number one pick. Anthony Edwards wasn't obvious, but he was a number one overall pick. To find the Jaden McDaniels of the world where they did, but especially Nas Reed, and then to do the hard work of developing him in Iowa, um, kind of in practices with the, with the Wolves, and then gradually giving him more responsibility as he's earned it, that's a huge thing that fans respect seeing the work that he puts in. And then the other part of it is, is when he gets on the court, you see how much it means to him to be a contributor to, he he works his butt off. He competes really hard. He takes this seriously and he's kind of electric on the offensive end. And so I think fans really gravitate to um, a player who really can, you can tell Hey, I, this is important to me, and and I and and I love being here, and I want to do it for the Wolves. And so, I mean, he's getting MVP chance, he's getting loud ovations when he comes into the game. He has totally captivated this audience. It's been really fun to see. Hey, Johnny K, man, always a pleasure to have you on the show, my man. And uh, I will uh, catch you soon here at uh, at Target Center at some point. Sounds great, Lake. Thanks for having me, man. All right, take care. That's John Krasinski from the Athletic. Check out his fine work. For the athletic, one of the best in the business out there when we're talking NBA hoops. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.